0: Hello, and welcome to this edition of Secure Networks, the Endace Packet Forensic Files, with your host, Michael Morris. This week's special guest is Pavel Menarik, CTO of Kemp. Pavel, welcome. Thank you for joining.
1: Tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Thank you, Michael. Hi, everybody. I'm very excited to be here. And to briefly introduce myself, I'm really a technical person by heart and soul. I work in network performance monitoring and diagnostics technology for more than 15 years now. Originally, I graduated at Masaryk University in Brno. I have a master and PhD degree from computer science, and I spent my whole career in building uh, our products and Bringing our products to our customers, getting their feedback, improving the product. So I'm I'm really a believer of a product-led growth and a product-led approach on uh, the market.
0: Now, your your background is tremendous for what I really wanted to get into and talk about today. One of the things we're seeing more and more organizations take on initiatives around what's called modernizing the SOC or the NOC. Um, and and what, what does this mean And from your perspective and what's driving it?
1: Um, well, many organizations, they are still stuck in the traditional IT department, security department. So they do have uh, dedicated teams that operate based on practice established maybe 10 years back, yeah. and this effectively cannot cope with the current needs of hybrid environments, mm-hmm. and uh, they need to somehow modernize and transit from the old-fashioned IT into more flexible network operations and security operations, or even combined ops in really a single or integrated team. So it's something similar to the DevOps movement that we have seen uh, started a couple of years back uh, Mm -hmm. where people realized that the old-fashioned practice is no longer applicable to the new environment where we have private cloud, public cloud, and Mm -hmm. the, the whole environment is getting much more complex.
0: No, that's absolutely true. What do you see um, some of the biggest challenges NOC and SOC teams are facing?
1: Well, it's on multiple fronts, I would say. One aspect of that is definitely people and lack of skill set. So if you imagine uh, requirements for public cloud operations and security, this is something that's like, okay, five years, maybe. (laughs) So you don't really usually have experienced engineers in your current teams that can suddenly start to expand your infrastructure into public cloud. So that's Mm -hmm. definitely the skillset problem. Another issue is tool sprawl. So we see companies using not three or five or 10, we see them using maybe 20, 30 different tools within the IT and security teams. So when they are investigating a single issue or a a potential threat, they need to jump from one tool to another, they need to pull out different information from different systems, and they need to do some kind of a manual correlation. And it's, it's very time consuming and it requires specific knowledge and uh, specific expertise to do so. And last but not least, there is a lot of technical debt. Uh, Companies invested a lot of effort into building their some in-house systems, integrations on all those very fancy things 10 years back. But now it's just, uh, let's say something, Kind of ancient these days that needs to be rebuilt, redesigned, re-implemented because of uh, new versions of operating systems, uh, public cloud environment again. So it's a lot of technical depth to deal with. So that would be, from my perspective, three major challenges for network and security operation. No, those are some.
0: Those are some great points. So as as tool vendors, obviously you being one of them, how can we support cooperation between NOC and SOC efforts in a more natural way?
1: Well, if you, if you can give them a common ground, common tool set, something that they can really share together, they can speak mm-hmm. the same language, that's, that's exactly how we approach the challenge. Since the very beginning, we are building a single tool for network and security operations at the mm-hmm. same time. So our users are actually network operators, security administrators, or even in, in smaller organizations when you don't have the luxury of dedicated people for different topics. It's just a um, single IT guy who is responsible for both and he right. can still leverage a single tool set. To achieve that, so so we believe that we can naturally facilitate that by a single tool set for network and security operations.
0: No, that that's a great point. And the varying size of organizations and uh, the staffing levels uh, varies widely across the different uh, types of clients. So um, having having commonality is key. Um, as w- As we look at some of the challenges in the day-to-day activity, network traffic uh, is obviously critical for both operations teams. Um, Can you give some examples of of specific problems solved utilizing network traffic that might not be able to be figured out without it?
1: Sure, I can. Uh, (laughs) If you imagine a typical traditional IT security model of... uh, defined perimeters and security zones, it's it's really about inspecting this north-south traffic. So you define your perimeter, you secure it, you, you pay attention to what goes in and out. Okay, but what about east-west traffic? What about all the traffic that is inside your environment? So mm-hmm. when the threat is already in, you actually need a detailed network telemetry about all the activities in the internal network, lateral movement, mm-hmm. for example, where the attacker is actually pivoting inside of your environment. It's, it's not only about protection. No matter how much you invest into protection, there is a still, I would say, big probability of being compromised. And the key is to be able to figure out that you have been compromised as soon as possible, so you can take some proper actions to mitigate the risk. I can give you one specific example from a hospital environment, and we see these days ransomware attacks against mm-hmm. healthcare. It, it's very common, uh, very common issue. So we have detected in a hospital ransomware in action just started to encrypt X-ray images on the storage. So in a couple of minutes, this issue was detected, the affected uh, machine that was infected and doing the encryption was taken down of the network. So the impact was, okay, couple of X-ray images lost because they were not in the backup then restored, no no true impact no true damage done. so that's what network traffic and network traffic analysis network detection response can do for you if it's if the technology is deployed and used properly
0: oh, that's a great example no that's that's really useful um talk to talk to us a little bit more about um you know, I, I hear very common debates between solution providers about whether they can do enough with flow-based or metadata monitoring uh, versus full packet-based monitoring. Tell us about the trade-offs and some of the details around each of those and you know, the pluses and minuses. Sure,
1: this, this topic is usually misunderstood because by flow-based technology, People think of that legacy layer three, layer four, maybe sampled volumetric only traffic statistics that internet service providers are using for bandwidth utilization monitoring or even use cases like capacity planning or billing. Mm-hmm. But that's that's really ancient history. That's what flow data was maybe 15 years back. Uh, today, the the situation is completely different. We have here independent international standard IP fix that enables to define so-called enterprise extensions, which means that we can say what we monitor. So we add application layer metadata, we add network performance metrics, so we can effectively extract most important pieces of the application layer metadata, like DNS name, server name indication, version of TLS being used, DNS query, DNS response. like All that is exported in IP fixed traffic statistics as an additional metadata combined with IP addresses, ports, protocols, timestamps, amount of transfer data. So with with this approach, you actually create a very lightweight network telemetry compared to full packet data. We are really talking about compression ratios like 500 to 1 or 250 to 1. So basically, from one gigabit of traffic, you have like two or four megabits of traffic statistics that you need to store, process, analyze. And it still gives you, I would say, 95% of all the visibility you need, and you don't need to store all the traffic, which makes the the flow-based approach, of course, much more scalable, of course more cost-efficient, and it's definitely the way forward. You may say, on the other hand, that you need packet capture. Yes, of course, but you can still have it, but not as a continuous packet capture of all the network traffic, but as the, uh, how we call it, on-demand packet capture that can be triggered when needed, so you'll get specific full package trace of for example data exfiltration event detected by the security system or you can get a pcap between two systems like a client and server when there is some performance issue or something that you really need to go down to individual packets to to troubleshoot right and also it's important not to stop just on the level of capturing the traffic. It's also about how you help to interpret the data. Of course, you can take a Wireshark and you can analyze it manually, but again, you need the knowledge, you need the skills for doing so. So we believe in, in automation and we are also building tools that will do the troubleshooting automatically for you. These tools understand the protocols, they understand how these protocols interact. So they will tell you actually what is wrong in the network traffic and give you some guidance how to fix that.
0: Right. No, those are some great points in there. And that's, again, why we work well together, right? The combination of the flow data with the full packet data that, that can be drilled into. So that's that's really useful. What are some best practices you're seeing network analysts implement to be more efficient in those investigations. I mean, you were talking about um, you know, some of the tool features to, to help, help those investigations, but what, what other practices are you seeing people implement?
1: What is really essential is to make sure that you monitor also east-west traffic, that you don't stop on the perimeter level because that's just not, not really enough. So first and most important thing is to understand your network topology. Mm. And I really mean the whole environment. Uh, again, we have, we have a hybrid environment. So yeah. we need to understand where our infrastructure is located. Uh, and this can this can spread to multiple different public cloud environments. Then you need to understand the logical topology where the traffic flows and make sure that you can monitor east west traffic. So that would be that would be number 1. And number 2 is to bring a balanced combination of flow-based and packet-based visibility in place so you can actually benefit from the scale of the flow-based approach while still being able to get to the full packet level when needed. So that's that's really essential and once you have this in place, you can look at how you can automate Let's say routine tasks or or routine mm-hmm. type of uh, traffic analysis reporting, so then it's important what kind of automation your tool set is providing to you
0: oh that's a that's a great and we're seeing more and more adoption of automation platforms uh, in the industry to tie some exactly. of these other assets together. Yeah,
1: great point. Exactly. We're seeing more interest into these tools. Yes, they are definitely not full. They didn't achieve full maturity yet, but it's it's really getting to that point and uh, people are adopting these tools more and more.
0: Yeah. So one thing we always like to ask our guests as, as part of this is, you'll know, be a forecaster for us for a second. I know the the dynamics in networking and cybersecurity space are rapidly changing, but what's one thing you'd recommend to our listeners to really think about or look out for over the next six to 18 months uh, to to ensure they are, are keeping up with uh, the changing networking and security environment?
1: If I should recommend just one, <laughs> I would recommend to look at network detection response technology because this is a way how they can achieve early detection and response to threats that are able to somehow uh, bypass their protection measures and build presence in their environment. So if I should recommend only one, I would uh, recommend network detection response. If you let me maybe recommend (laughs) another one or two. Absolutely. Go ahead. (laughs) uh, I would recommend to ask yourself a question. If you can achieve a same level of visibility and control in other environments, not just your own data center, but if you can achieve a same or similar level of visibility in the public cloud environment that you are using. That's a good point. And last but not least, users. It's many times completely missed by companies. People need proper training. No matter what kind of security measures you uh, create or invent, you still need to make sure that your users understand those measures and they know how to act in specific situations because uh, as as we can see from the statistics, most of the ransomware infections getting in through phishing and through the fact that people yeah. are actually willing to open an attachment, say yes, I want to allow allow that specific active content, yes, I want to run that specific content, and then the problem starts.
0: Yeah, no, that's training is a- always one of those things that I think in every corporate environment is probably under undersold is the importance, uh, especially around cybersecurity training. So, Well, Pavel, thank you for taking some time to share your insights and your experience with us in how better to secure and monitor networks. We'd ask our listeners to tune in next time for another edition of the Endace Packet Forensic Files. For more information about Endace's network packet capture platform and our integrations with our Fusion technology partners like Flomon Kemp, please go to endace.com. Pavel, thanks again for taking some time.
1: Thank have you, a Michael. a great day. Thank you, everybody. Take <laughs> care. Bye.